Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician and you have original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And you can find the podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. So tonight we are on the tiny stage being joined by Jade Moynihan. Jade, how are you doing tonight? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am great. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, the last time you were here, we were right at the height of the pandemic. Everybody wearing masks, so it's good to actually see your face this time. Yeah, you too. <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself to people who may have missed the last time you were here. Hi, everyone. My name is Jade Moynihan. I'm a 17-year-old singer-songwriter from Randolph, Mass. I recently released my album, Wear a Fisteria, on June 1st on all streaming platforms. You can go check it out. So before we talk about the new album, I want to go back to the old album. Talk about how the old album happened, because that was your debut. Yeah, of course. So that old album called Liberosis kind of came from that teenage angst of COVID, which I'm sure many people experienced as well, even if you weren't a teenager at that time. Um, And that EP kind of launched me into the music world. I started doing interviews and I started playing out when it was possible. And I had my EP release party, which was really awesome. And it kind of just allowed me to express myself and find my voice in a way that I hadn't done before. So it was a real interesting time to kind of debut your musical skills to the world. What was it like to be a brand new musician then? Was it difficult? Talk about that experience of of putting out your debut album at the height of COVID. Um, It was really difficult because a lot of my friends and teachers and, you know, people around me who wanted to support me, they couldn't be there. Funny story, right when before we were about to have that release party, they changed all of the guidelines. So we were allowed to have 75 people. And then all of a sudden we were only allowed to have 25. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. So it was, it was a little bit difficult, but I think it made it all the more powerful and using social media because everyone was so supportive on different apps. Up until the time that you released your debut album, did anybody know that you were singing and writing songs? Yeah, so I actually had two previously released singles called Anonymous and Breakup Song Number One, but those were more of a local thing rather than more of a global thing, whereas that EP got attention from all across the world. So, And you mentioned, too, that you're only 17 years old. You're a senior in high school. That must have been an interesting time to be going to high school, too, during all of that chaos. Yeah, really, really difficult. Um, but luckily, we all pulled through, and here we are. We're graduating, so that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Any plans for your future? So I recently accepted an offer from Rensselaer Polytech Institute in Troy, New York. So that's really exciting. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. And of course, as we've been talking about your debut full-length album that came out on June 1st and a big album release show we'll be talking about throughout the night too, happening later on. But let's get things started with your first song of the night. What are we kicking off the show with? So we're going to kick off the night with one of the new tracks off of my album called Miracle. All right. We have Jade Moynihan live with the acoustic guitar in studio tonight on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. And I'll be waiting for you.
That was awesome. What a great way to start the night. Thank you. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage. Talk about how that song happened. How did you write that? To be 100% honest with you, I don't really remember too much. <laughs> a, a lot of this album also came from the same era as my previous EP, Liberosis, and it was just kind of a time where I was going through a lot of emotions. But I guess the moral behind the story is like, don't wait for someone who's going to be your downfall, I guess. So. <laughs> Talk about your earliest musical memory. At what point did you realize that this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life? When I was like four or five, we had this little like microphone thing that you could like sing and like watch yourself on the TV. And I, 
I made the silliest song called Flowers, and it was horrible, and I could not sing when I was five years old, but that was kind of the start of my career, and my parents put me right into music lessons after that. Does that video exist anywhere on YouTube? On YouTube, no, but I'm sure we have it somewhere in the files back at home. <laughs> so, like down the road, when you're like nominated for a Grammy award, that might you know make an appearance somewhere. Oh, absolutely! I'm sure everyone would get a good <laughs> laugh out of that. So, that's cool. So, Liberosis came out in 2020, was your debut EP, and you've got a brand new album that came out last week. Talk about how your songwriting has evolved over that time. I think a lot of my music has always been kind of mature for someone my age, but this album in particular, I think, talks about a lot of things that, I don't know, a typical teenager wouldn't be talking about, and I think that's because I live vicariously through other people sometimes. Many artists I have on this show say that they can only write from personal experience. Other people say that they can't write from personal experience, but they can write from somebody else's perspective. How are you able to write from somebody else's point of view? I think the biggest thing is just remembering that like the whole world isn't necessarily like about you because a lot of the times what I'm talking about isn't necessarily for me. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And then those songs that aren't for me, they're for other people. You kind of have to look at it from someone else's perspective to begin with. So have you ever predicted the future with a song? That's actually a really good question. I hope not. All, all my songs are about breakups, so I really I really hope not. So the debut album that came out last week, what did you learn from making Liberosis? And I know you worked with, with the same producer on both albums, Sean McLaughlin at 37 Foot Productions in Rockland. What did you learn from making Liberosis that made this new album easier to make? I think one of the things that's most important is that I learned it doesn't necessarily just have to be me and a guitar. We can also add so many other elements that either myself or Sean is able to create with the thousands of different things that he has in his studio. And I should have asked this earlier, but what's the name of the new album? It's We're Fisteria. Ah, okay. That's cool. That's intriguing. Yeah, you know me in the long words, so. (laughs) Do you include the definition on the album cover? I don't, but this one's not so much as a real word. It kind of just means like to go into the forest and like never come back. So very cool. Thank you. Well, let's do some more of your music live. What are we listening to next? Next up is another song off my new album called As Is. Great. Let's hear it. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. to 
Really cool. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage. Talk about that song. That song, also very Liberosis-esque, I suppose, is kind of coming from that perspective of feeling like you're not worth something or like you feel like you're used up, like you're something you'd find in a thrift store, I guess. And I work in a thrift store, so it's kind of ironic. I most certainly didn't write it about that place, though. That's cool. Can you give the place a plug? It, it's Savers in Norwood. Love them. If Sophia or Lynn, if you're listening, love you guys. Nice. I love Savers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Every once in a while, you can find some cool, like old DVDs and CDs in there if you're if you look carefully. Oh yeah, for sure. And the vinyl collection is honestly pretty great. Nice. Good mm-hmm. to know. I may pay you a visit. Yeah, you should get fifty percent off. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Good to know. Speaking of vinyl, speaking of albums, you have a new album that came out last week. Yes. Talk about that. Um, it's called Wear of Hysteria. Um, it's 10 songs. Um, it'll be really awesome. There's a lot of variety on there for all the different listeners out there. Is it going to be on vinyl? I mean, maybe someday, but vinyls are <laughs> a little bit expensive. Yes, it is. But we will definitely be selling CD copies. So if you're interested, head on over to jademoynihan.com. And if you don't want to buy it virtually, you can actually buy it in person on June 16th. Yep, at my about that. album release concert, um, which is happening at the Burn in Somerville from 7 to 9 p.m. Now, I understand, too, uh, your dad, Frank, is here, big supporter. And uh, he was talking off air about how you've been a, a veteran of the Burn backroom. Yeah, um, I used to play there at their open mic nights when I was like 8 to 12 years old, maybe. Are you serious? Yeah. That young? Wow. Yeah, they were That's always cool. super awesome. <laughs> Tom Bianchi's amazing. Yeah, he was always really, really kind to us, so we're really grateful for this opportunity. Do you have any like favorite memories from that place? I think it was just one time I got up on stage, and I'm not trying to be really conceited when I say this, but I got up on stage and I think I went first, and then the people after me didn't want to go. <laughs> so... <laughs> At least that's, that's cool. how I remember it, and my dad says I remember it, so. Do you have a favorite onstage moment? Oh, honestly, probably not Not from the burn, because I don't really remember that as much, but probably one of my favorite moments was at my EP release party. Everyone got roses, and they all threw them up on stage. Oh, that's, me, that's so. cool. Yeah, that was really awesome. How would a moment you'd rather forget on stage? Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, In Vegas one time, I wasn't the performer, but I got up on stage um, with Bring Me the Horizon, one of my favorite bands, and it was the one song that they played that I didn't know the words to. (laughs) But I mean, I wouldn't forget that. It's just kind of, I wish I had known the words. Exactly. Yes, that's important. Yeah. Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to chat about and more songs to share as well. All ahead. Right here on 95.9 WATD. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. And by the way, if you're a local band and musician and you have original music you'd like to hear on the radio, You can always reach out. You can find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to AlmostFamousRadio.com. And tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by Jade Moynihan. How are you doing tonight? I'm awesome. So give yourself another introduction if you would. Hi, everyone. My name is Jade Moynihan. I'm a 17-year-old singer-songwriter from Randolph, Mass. 
I released my EP Liberosis in 2020, and I have an album called Wear a Fisteria. I just released it on June 1st. It's out on all streaming platforms. You should go check it out. Fantastic. How about your website, social media, anything like that that you can share? My website is jademoynihan.com, so J-A-D-E-M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N.com, and all my socials are Jade Moynihan. Fantastic. The album release show happening on June 16th at The Burn. What can people expect that night? It's going to be super fun, mostly just me up there performing my original music. There'll be a couple of my favorite cover songs in there. There'll be merch for sale, CDs for sale. It'll be a really fun night. Now, the album is a little bit different than Liberosis because it's a full band album. Are you playing with a full band that night at The Burn? No, it will be me, my guitar, and, you know, whatever other noises we need going on in the background. But <laughs> Now, was it difficult to put together a full band album after doing an acoustic album? It actually wasn't too bad because we didn't have any other musicians come in. It was mostly just me and Sean building off of, you know, we'd play the guitar, I'd sing, and then we'd put in all the different elements through, you know, keyboards and electronic oh, stuff. Oh, fantastic. So. <laughs> That's cool. Well, before we talk too much more about the new album, let's do another live song. What are we listening to next? So this song I actually played on your show last time, which I hadn't released, but this song just came out on my album last week called Nobody Someone. All right, let's hear it. An official debut here on the Tiny Stage, Jade Moynihan, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. And I'm waiting 
Really nice. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. So I want to talk about making the album. We talked earlier about how you and Sean worked in the studio, programming a lot of the, the band parts. How do you take an acoustic demo like we're hearing tonight, and then how do you mold that into a full band sound? How do you work in the arrangements in your head and, and with Sean, and how do we get to what we're hearing on the album? I think part of it is me having ideas that I'm going in with, and it also kind of comes from thinking of things while we're there. And Sean, I can I can make a weird noise. I can go like, ah, and he'll get what I'm saying, and then he'll figure out how we can make that noise, either on a guitar or a piano or something else. So we go in, and we kind of just start with the bass, and then we build off of that with the vision that I have. So, so when is the song actually finished? We usually do them in order, so we'll go one song at a time instead of doing everything for each song at once, which kind of works better for me. So then that way all of the ideas are just there and I don't forget them. <laughs> but like when you're writing a song, when, when is it actually complete? When do you know it's done? There's just like a moment you realize like, you know, this is what it's supposed to sound like. Cause I do go through a lot of the times with songs like take miracle, which I played earlier today, for example, like I went through a lot of different lyrical moments where I was like, I don't like the way that sounds, or this isn't really what I'm going for. And eventually you get there. So <laughs> do you ever go back and change a song once you've played it like a million times and say, you know what? I'm tired of playing it like this. I'm going to switch it up and change the words, maybe add a bad bridge or something like that. I feel like the only time I really do that is when I get too tired to do whatever whatever's supposed to be doing next. But yeah, I don't know. I like I like most of my music the way it is. So very cool. Well, we talked about your dad. We've got yeah, your dad Frank in studio tonight. We also have intern Corinne in studio. I'm just gonna pot Corinne up here and see if you have any questions you want to throw out to uh, Jade. Yeah, um, I think the point about COVID in high school, everyone had their own experience. I'd like to touch more on that for sure. How was that for you personally? I actually was cruising through like my junior year. I stayed home, you know, all the work and stuff. But I know a lot of my friends had a really rough time. And again, as I was talking about earlier, like living vicariously through them, I could kind of feel their pain, even though I wasn't necessarily experiencing it most of the time. And also, too, you're president of student council for like the entire state. Isn't that true or something like that? I was, yeah. I, I um, stepped down on Ju- or March 12th when um, the new president was elected, but she's awesome. So <laughs> That's cool. So how did all that happen? So basically, the way that it works, it's the Massachusetts Association of Student Councils, and a whole bunch of schools get together throughout the year for different leadership conferences. And in April of 2021, I was elected for my senior year, which was this past year. Um, and I was basically the leader of all those conferences, and it was a really great experience. That's very cool. Awesome. Congrats on that. Thank you. Let's keep going with your music. What are we listening to next? Um, next is a song called Erase You, which is also off of my album, which was just released last week on June 1st. Let's hear it. Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Started to taste still And the air was thin and nearly impossible to inhale My bed stayed cold, my heart still frozen in this home And I will not forget everything that you gave. 
That was intense. Love that. Thank you. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. So talk about that song. How did that song happen? Another song I really don't know where it came from. (laughs) This is a newer one, though. I didn't write this during the same era as my Liberosis EP, but it's definitely more of a personal one, and it's less about a relationship and kind of, I guess, the way I relate to it now is more of like friends and how, you know, your friends they're not necessarily going to be with you for the rest of your life. So, Talk about how you compose. Do you have a, a routine that you write on schedule, or do you just kind of write things down when the inspiration hits? How do you write music and write songs? I definitely don't have a schedule. It kind of just comes when it comes, and sometimes that's a vision of a guitar piece. Sometimes that's a vision of a lyric. Sometimes I'll just be sitting around doing absolutely nothing, and I just think of something, and I'm like, wow, that could be a hit, and then (laughs) that's how it goes. (laughs) When you do get the inspiration, when the idea does hit you, how long does it take you to complete a full song on average? I feel like most of the time I complete at least the general idea of a song pretty quickly. Like I could sit down and write most of these probably came from less than a day's worth of work. And then, you know, I tweak them once I play them more. But And then when when is a song ready to be played live? Um, I suppose once I'm good at playing and singing it at the same time. Yeah, quite a few of my guitar pieces I can't do at the same time. So. Now talk about your guitar. Is your guitar your primary instrument? Yeah, it is. Um, it used to be a piano, but I don't know. This, the, Me and this Martin have been through everything together. So, <laughs> Talk, Does it have a name? It doesn't, but I, I feel like it's, <laughs> it's, it speaks to who I am as a person. So, When did you start playing? I started playing guitar when I was maybe like 13, 14 years old. So it's one of my newer instruments, but it's a long time. And when did you realize that you could write? 
Oh, that that happened way earlier. It was probably like eight or nine, probably when I was doing all those burn open mic nights that I really started to sit down and write my own stuff. Do you remember sharing your first original song? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it was it was at the Guitar Center. What they had like those open mic night band camp things. And I remember <laughs> playing at those. Yeah. So that's awesome. We have Jade Moynihan in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage. And remind us again of your online information. My website is jademoynihan.com and all of my socials are at Jade Moynihan. And the album that came out last week. It's called Wear Fisteria. It's out on all streaming platforms and it includes 10 songs. Cool. And in addition to that, what else is out there from you? I have my EP called Liberosis, which I released in November of 2020. And then I also have two singles called Anonymous and Breakup Song, all on all streaming platforms. Very cool. Awesome. Let's continue with the live music. What are we listening to next? We have two more songs, I think. Yep. These Both of these next two are actually from my new album, but the one I'll be playing next is called Perfume. Excellent. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage. It's all yours. 95.9 WATD. Yeah. 
Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that song happen? So, funny story, actually. I have this thing on my wall that I printed from Pinterest that has four pictures. So, one of them's a flower, and one of them is a circle, one of them is a line, and one of them is a skull and they all have they say underneath it what the accordances of the song so there's a flower there's life there's a line and that's time eternity is a circle and i kind of wrote a song about it that's cool wow that is jade moynihan she is our guest tonight on the tiny stage 95.9 watd we are up against our Second break of the night. We have just one more song left. I'm just looking at the clock here. Time is flying by. We're going to be talking more about her album release show. The album came out last week. We'll talk more about that, too, on the other side of this, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. This is Almost Famous, the Tiny Stage Hour. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, and our guest tonight on the Tiny Stage is Jade Moynihan. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for coming back. I so appreciate you having me. So for those who missed the first time that we were here in the first parts of the night, give another round of introductions. Who is Jade Moynihan? My name is Jade Moynihan. I'm a 17-year-old singer-songwriter from Randolph, Mass. I recently released my album, Wear of Hysteria, on June 1st on all streaming platforms. You can go check it out. Cool. And share with us your website and all of your social media links. So my website is jademoynihan.com. My last name is spelled M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N. And all of my socials are also at Jade Moynihan. And in addition to the new album that came out last week on June 1st, You've got some other stuff out there as well, a couple of singles, an EP. Talk about what else is available from you. So I released my first single back in 2019 called Anonymous, and I have my other single, Breakup Song Number 1, and then I released my debut EP in November of 2020 called Liberosis. I have to ask this, especially since you're you're a young songwriter. Can you listen to your early stuff, or does it make you cringe? It's really funny you say that because my dad and I were talking about it the other day because my first single, Anonymous, I always thought that I just didn't like the song. But then I was really thinking about it because I had to play it for a show the other day. And it's not that I don't like the song. It's that I don't like the fact that I sound like a 14-year-old in it because I was. <laughs> so that that's the only one. But we were thinking maybe we could re-record the vocals. We're not I was sure. just going to say, like, like, would you go back and update your sound since, since you've—do you think you found your sound now? I think so. I feel like this is much more me and much more personal. Awesome. Well, if people want want to experience you live, there is a show coming up at the Burren on June 16th. Talk about that. Yeah, so it's my album release party celebrating the release of my album, Wear of Hysteria, which came out on June 1st. Um, And tickets are available online. If you want to head over to my Instagram, it's at Jade Moynihan. You can click the link in my bio. And how many points is that word on Scrabble? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, it's like probably like 12 letters, so a lot, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't even know if it counts. So <laughs> Very cool. And before we wrap things up and hear your final song, share with us one last time your website and your social media links. My website is jademoynihan.com, and all of my socials are at jademoynihan. Great. And our final song of the night is what? It's Mind Over Matter, which is one of the songs off of my new album, which you should go listen to. Cool. And before you play it, talk about it. How did the song happen? 
Um, this song is kind of uh, also a song about living vicariously through someone else because it's not something I've experienced. So I guess it's, you know, another breakup song that I haven't went through. So just a side note, if you write a song about somebody, do you tell them it's about them? No, but I feel like sometimes for that person, it might be pretty easy to figure out. OK, so. <laughs> have they ever? Um, I think the only song that is notably about someone that they definitely know was was anonymous. I'm not going to call her out or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> very cool. So yeah. if you if you're listening tonight and you, a song might be about you, it might be about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear. It. Thank you again. Get home safely and uh, best of luck with the new album. It's doing great and the album release show on the 16th. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD. It's Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage. So 